You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number three, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. The bottom of the hour, we'll do our NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select, where myself and producer Patrick Dumont need to own up to our bet because Matt Rose was last year's champion. We will sing a duet, and I think I think we can close the uh, the voting on this, right? We're good. Yeah, Kenny and Dolly win this. So uh, myself and uh, Patrick Dumont will be serenading uh, Matt Rose with uh, "Islands in the Stream" by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton coming yeah, we'll, up at eight thirty. Rogers does the open, then they do it together, then Dolly for a little bit, and then it's together. Okay, so this I'll is going to be a it. mess. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Patrick, I'm going to give you the choice after Frank. Which which part do you want to sing? Sure. Uh, but right now, on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Market Hotline, our NHL insider from Daily Faceoff, our friend, Frank Cervalli. Hello, friend. How are you? Did you miss me? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I did. I did miss your, your, your beautiful Philadelphia accent. Because we talked to Ross Tucker earlier about Canadian and American accents for about 20 minutes. It's legit. It's a thing. So are the yep. Canadian and, and American spellings. Oh, oh that's definitely a Love thing the too. King's English, Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still getting over, like, I'm back to spelling defenseman with an S. So it's good. Mm. Okay. Uh, how do you spell center, Frank? It's E R, not uh, R. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry you here. And you know what drives me bananas? This is what drives me nuts, Frank. And I've, ha- I've had this rant many times on this show. In Canada, it's a dressing room, not a locker room. Like, and when, when yeah, Wayne Gretzky it. said locker room, it broke my heart. I, I I'm on board with that, and I think I try and speak and write to my audience. But here's what I came up with: mm. we actually had this question when I went to Daily Faceoff was which set of spellings are we going to use? And my reasoning was we're going to go with the American version because 25 of 32 teams and fan bases are American. Okay, that makes a ton fair of sense. Fair or unfair? That's fair. I think it's I think fair. That's fair. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that know. makes a ton of sense. I like we're used to what it is, up here. What is the best thing you did this summer? I went to Italy for two and a half weeks. Oh, that's pretty good. So that's that was awesome. nice. Where'd you go? Uh, all over the place. We started in Milan. We went to Venice and then Florence and Naples and Sorrento and ended up in Rome it was awesome. The food was That's delicious. Fantastic. I'm still trying to work most of it off, but um, yeah, you know, I said that last summer too. That it obviously, didn't happen. No, no, we are uh, a little above weight ahead of training camp here, Frank. So I uh, <laughs> might have to throw on the old black garbage bag and go for a run or something like that. <laughs> Yourself, Frank. What's the best thing you did? Um, I actually didn't do a whole lot, but since you guys are golf guys. I played the number one course in the world. Whoa, that's a flex. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't ask to flex, but I was, I was Augusta National. I question. No, I played uh, Pine Valley. Okay. Routinely like, at I, the very top. When you when you say like number one golf course in the world, I immediately go I go to Augusta National because of just the, because of what just, it is. But just Google number one golf course in the world, and you'll see what comes up. How'd you play? 
Uh, poorly. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, so it's incredibly difficult. It's known as one of the most difficult courses in the world. And yeah. I opened up bogey par par. There you go. For a 15 handicap. Everyone in the group's like, this guy's a player. Yeah. Like, uh, no, just, just wait. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm telling you, this place was so legit. The group in front of me, Greg Norman, Harold Varner, and Kevin me? Na. What? I'm like, I hope they don't turn me? around and watch me play at all. Like, who was behind you? Like Jesus and like Pele? Like who was behind yeah, I have you no too? Idea. What kind like, of business titans of the world? Unbelievable. Did you feel out of place? Oh, I was like, I, I as soon as the round is over, I'm like, please tip the caddies and get out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> okay, okay. So you have to because I've never played golf with a caddy, and it's like one of my to do lists. So when the caddy's like, yeah, uh, you should be hitting your eight iron here. Like, actually, I can't hit my eight iron that far. It's probably about a, it's probably about a seven iron. <laughs> like, w- was there some advice he gave you? Or like, well, actually, I probably can't make that shot. Yeah, they're actually super helpful, like especially a place like that. Like, hey, you want to aim way over here, or your putt's going this way, or like, th- and they'll give you they'll give you a number, like whatever you hit one forty, like that's the shot. Mm. Okay, that's awesome. It's so Jealous. it's worth it every single time. How much um, do you tip a cat uh, caddy? Great question. It varies on the place. Um, at the normal place, I pay. I tip. A uh, hundred for the round. Hmm. Woo. There's so there's no fee. Like that's all it is. Is a hundred bucks. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it comes with the round. Kind of like some places here. Like, hey, here's your cart and your range balls. Yeah, I, I figure hmm. like humping my bag and dealing with me all over the course for four hours, mm-hmm. walking like eight or nine miles. Like, a hundred bucks sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, one more thing I wanted to ask you about before we get into some hockey talk. Uh, we asked, uh, we asked, we asked uh, Ross Tucker uh, earlier about this at Eagles games this year, and you're a guy who goes to Eagles games. Mm-hmm. They have uh, a sandwich called the Slim Chicken 2.0. Uh, Frank, Frosted Flakes fried chicken, Cooper Sharp cheese, honey glazed wow. bacon, cherry jam, and ghost chili with the topper, apple fritters as the bun. Frank. Ooh, that sounds unbelievable. So do you, I don't, do you guys have Cooper Sharp cheese there? I like don't as soon as you said so. Cooper Sharp cheese, I almost dented my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we do. Unfortunately. You're missing out. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. No, dented your desk. I'm just trying to put that all together. No, it's fine. Never mind. Um, but this does sound good. Like, is this something that would be right up your alley out there yeah, at the uh, link? Are you kidding? It was the you lost me a little bit on the bun. Yeah, right. Okay, this is what I was thinking. The fritter. I was like, oh, I'm kind of out on it. But then I actually saw a picture of it, and I was all the way in. Yeah, I would try yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. When it, I mean, when in Rome. Literally. Yep. Am I right, brother? Yep. <laughs> Uh, Rick, it's GVP, please. Um, <laughs> I guess we could probably start like <laughs> talking about hockey now Thank and you. that type of thing. Yeah, we only got ten minutes left. We only got ten minutes left. Uh, Jake Sanderson signed yesterday. What's with the Senators paying all these guys that have been in the year in the league for one year? I love it. I think it's so <laughs> smart, and I know that there's a thing 
you get to an equation where you say how many eight million dollar players can we afford and the sends now have five hmm. and i just think when you look at sanderson and his impact and i saw this floating around last night on social media and i thought it was so well put together but nhl defensemen to average more than 20 minutes a night more than two minutes a night on the power play and more than three minutes a night on the pk by the age of 21 since ice time began being tracked in 1998 there's only two drew dowdy and jake sanderson he's an elite elite talent and i know that the points last season weren't eye-popping and he finished sixth in calder voting he's that good and to get that player of that caliber like some are saying it's a gamble to get that player of that caliber locked up for the next nine seasons and as the cap is going up by year three or four it should be a hundred million bucks he'll be at eight percent or under for a huge chunk of that deal in terms of cap percentage allocation that they've got their core locked up no questions they're all in. And the cool part about it from a Sens perspective is they're all in it together. Just doing some ratchet math here. Um, would that be a projection of the salary cap going up by about $18 million in the next three or four years? And how would that work? Yeah, well done. Uh, and yes, that is <laughs> the case. Uh, so these next two years after this one are basically a formula. It's spelled out, unless there's a negotiation the other way, it's spelled out that the season after this one will be 87 and a half, and then the following one will be 92-ish. Wow. So after that, the salary cap goes back to being relinked to what revenue is. And if you were to relink it right now, for this next season, it would probably be about 93 million. So mm. if you relink it two years from now, it's going to be in the 100 million range. Uh, sorry, yeah, two seasons from now, it'll be in the 100 million range in terms of real revenue. So it's easy to see a path to get there. And now the Sens are going to be laughing because, like, Tim Stutzla, legitimate, I think, superstar in this league now. Brady wow. Kachuk. I mean, all those guys, like the, the foundation of your team is is not going anywhere, and those deals are only going to look better and better. Yeah, I, I definitely with the salary cap, I want to ask you about Elias Lindholm, but really quick before that, what does this mean for Thomas Shabbat and um, Chikrin as well, like long-term here? Like is Shabbat maybe the odd man out, a lot of left-handed guys on that team now? Like what, 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 do, you think the, what do you think the future holds for him? I don't think so. I think they play different roles. I think you need players of that caliber. I think in some ways, some people have viewed Shabbat as been disappointing, but you also have to look at it through the prism of last year's team was mediocre and the years before that really struggled and he didn't have a lot of support around him and you're asking him to do a whole lot. So I, I grade him on a curve based on... I think every player, especially defensemen, we struggle as a as a league, as a sport, to really properly evaluate them based on their surroundings. And I think Shabbat has gotten a negative downgrade because of that. And perhaps not all that's warranted, but 
I understand the question about there being too many left shot defensemen. Why did you then trade for Chikrin? I think they like the idea that he could play the right side if needed. Wanted to uh, ask you about uh, some of the other things that we've seen recently. Like, have we had a chance to discuss Austin Matthews and the implications here and what we might see with William Nylander moving forward throughout the course of the season? Because my thing is, if William Nylander goes out and replicates a season that he just had, he's going to get paid a lot of money that the Leafs probably cannot afford. Yeah, I, I get where your head's at. Um, I also think that that's part of the reason why he's being really patient is not just to see what kind of impact he makes on the ice. Can he build on a 40-goal season and north of a point per game? That'll only exponentially increase his value. But I think he's also looking around to see what the Leafs do next. Is there something that they do to free up some cap space? You know, in one year's time, you're going to have some deals come off the Brooks. TJ Brody is one. You're one year closer to John Tavares and his contract being up. You can start You can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel, even though you need to pay Marner uh, for Nylander to find a spot. And plus, they have some flexibility, too, with Domi and Bertuzzi. Yeah, uh, Those guys are, are pending UFAs. Klingberg's on a one-year deal. Their goalies are going to be in flux. Like there's, there's more flexibility than you might imagine. The Leafs only have 54 million bucks committed to next, uh, the following year's cap, not this upcoming season, in what will be an $87 million cap. All right, we got a few minutes left. Uh, got to ask you about the Flames as well. What can you tell us about the latest with Elias Lindholm and the Calgary Flames? Nothing new. Um, I know that's a painful answer for Flames fans. But I think it's sort of been status quo. They've kept lines of communication and dialogue open. I think a few weeks ago, there was some excitement and or um, certainly positivity flowing that, you know, perhaps there had been a breakthrough and that they may be able to get a deal done before camp. I don't want to say that's gone, but I think that's certainly cooled off. Um, I think the flames are eager and interested and would love to get something done. Um, I also think that part of this from the Lindholm perspective is let's see what this feels like and looks like once he gets into town, new coach who's been on the bench for a while, someone that you're familiar with, how different does it feel? New manager. Uh, there's a new look and feel to this flames team. Even if a lot of the components on the roster are very similar. Does it feel like $9 million a year is what potentially could end up uh, for the Flames and Elias Lindholm here? Does it feel like there's the potential to get there? Yeah. Yes. Um, and it, I don't have any evidence just, that they've gotten there yet. Right. Sorry, just I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but everything you said about the salary cap, isn't that reasonable then maybe that because of this, the cap going up and again, uh, I'll see it when I believe it, but it looks like it's heading towards that direction that $9 million is very reasonable for Elias Lindholm. I, I think it is. I think the flames came right out of the gate with eight times eight and a half to think that they'd be willing to go from eight and a half to nine seems pretty reasonable to me. Mm -hmm. um, my only question is, are they, is there any chance that they're looking for more than that? And I don't even know that it really all comes down to money. You know, if you're heading to to market next year um, and 
you could stay at home or what feels like home for nine or go somewhere else for nine and a half. Like not only do you have an extra year that you can get in Calgary, but I feel like we we just had these conversations with Johnny, by the way, I just got a wicked flashback. Um, It's not going to change your life. It really isn't the extra money. These guys have made so much. I I say all the time, the only difference is the size of boat you can buy. (laughs) I mean, that's Mm -hmm. really what we're talking about. So I don't think it's all money driven by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I also think that he's in a spot where he can sit and wait and be patient. What's your gut telling you? Is he stay or go? I think there's going to be some hemming and hawing, and he stays. Okay. I think that's good news if you're a Flames fan. Mm-hmm. Does that mean Michael Backlund stays? That part I don't know. Let's uh, let's see how camp opens, and let's see what the leadership team looks like. Yeah, it's uh, going to be super interesting. Uh, I know you got to run. Uh, so, Frank, make sure uh, when you make your way to an Eagles game, uh, Slim Chicken 2.0, uh, we need to hear um, – the taste, the texture, the mouthfeel, uh, how, it, how it's on your mouth skin, Ugh. everything like that. I may or may not be in Calgary in the next few weeks, and we <gasps> are going for dinner. <gasps> wow. wow. Okay, I'm in. Breaking news splitter. All right. Okay, we're in. Looking dinner forward to is. it. Frank Cervalli. Have a good one, guys. I missed you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Frank. There he goes, Frank Cervalli. On the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Uh, guess who's getting drunk at dinner? Me and you. Whoop de whoop de whoop. I'm so happy he's back. They have balls the size of a dump truck. Um, I got to uh, got to uh, maybe we grab the the company credit card for that, the gas card, <laughs> the, the old <laughs> gas card, gas card out of the truck. I know it'll work. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll work. It'll, it always works. Use this one. It'll work. <laughs> um there's one little piece of business uh we got to do um for the rest of the day uh we do our uh, nfl big bets brought to you by sports light it's week one of the national football league season lions and chiefs tonight from kansas city we don't know what's going on with travis kelsey i don't know is he playing is he not no updates yet uh patty dumas did notice that the line has changed this morning in the chiefs favor so read into that however you will oh Oh. It went up a half a point, or half, went back to five. So It was four and a half? It was four and a half last night, back to five. Mm, how much is... Mm, half point might only be just it tickets was coming high, in on day one. It though. was as high as five and a half, I believe, uh, early Wednesday. It dropped to four and a half, and now it's back up to five. Yeah, I don't think... I think Travis Kelsey's worth more than half a point, though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's it's either a Kelsey yeah. hint, but I thought the line would move more, or it's just adjusting for money I'm, coming in. I'm going to assume we'll probably hear something in the next couple hours that they'll uh, because Kelsey's going to be working it out here uh, Thursday morning uh, to put it through more of a test. So we should find out here in the next couple hours or so. Just love that line getting even fatter for the Lions. Let's go. Give me the plus points. So um, before we get to uh, this is what I wanted to do before we get to our big bets and we sing and own up to our bet from last season, which mm-hmm. we're finally owning up to more aliens. Uh, no, not more oh. alien talk. I'm like, well, but why are people caring about it? They're busy taking photos of their dinner on Instagram. But don't worry about aliens. So because so, that's important. But um, what's the bet for this season? Oh, ideas, suggestions. Hmm. Mm. 
I do like the song. I think I'm going yeah, to enjoy do something this a different lot. Now. I think it has to be song plus. Like maybe there's like a music video reenactment that we can put on social oh, media. Okay. okay, what like what is this? Lip sync battle? What do you want to get uh yeah. Chrissy Teigen and whoever whoever hosts that Ice T? No, LL Cool J. LL cool you're, J. you're never going to be as good as Tom Holland doing Umbrella, but you can try. Yeah, where he does the splits full out. Oh my goodness. I got an idea. In one of those Oh, GVB. One of those Paramount commercials. Yeah. You oh. know I like to watch that oh. one, but it's not as it's not as much as my favorite bar bar rescue one. Uh May, you know you have an S Go attitude down! and a propensity to throw food at the yeah. table. Yeah. I think I'm a sweet girl and I can show John that I can be a sweet girl. What if is you GVB's? put half your effort in your outfits as much as you did running in this bar? Anyway, all right. Um, GVP has an idea. Uh, okay. I, I, you probably want to do it like an on-air punishment kind of thing, correct? Yes. Um, yes. So the loser has to get roasted by the other members of the show. Mm. Like, let's say George loses. You'd have, like, the roast of George Russick. For a whole show? And we could bring in guests that could also be a part of it? I've so got, like, last skin. place. Has, I'm in. So is this only for last place? Like, second yeah, place Yeah, but what nothing? about the winner? The winner gets to roast. What are you talking about? Okay, this is this is this is this is what we're just gonna an do. ideas guy. Why don't we just okay? I like that. When I, you get I back, last place talk. gets I roasted. Like this one a lot. Okay, last place gets roasted, and mm-hmm. this is all assuming that our show is still around in a year. Wow. Okay, I think yeah, that let, we let's, all, like let's, let's live under that. Assumption. There is literally an asterisk beside everything we do, and it is <laughs> assume the show is back next week. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's just assume we're back for next season mm-hmm. or after the end of how about we'll do this and we'll, we'll do this after the end of the Super Bowl. Okay. So in February. Yeah. Works for me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more confident that we'll be on the air in February than that we will be in next year at this time, but whatever <laughs> it's a day-to-day business. So we'll do this at the end of the Super Bowl. So last place gets roasted for a show and first place Get something really nice said about them and ridiculously over the top cameo style for like 30 seconds. Okay, I'm in for that. Yeah, you like that? We also got this on the text line, which I think could be another wrinkle we could add. The winner gets to choose the guests who come on for the roast. Okay. George, you just want to do that? I think we could do both. I think you okay, could let's give do multiple both. things away for the winner. Yeah. They okay. get to book the roast show. Yep. And they get a 30-second cameo-style video about how how great the person how, who how won great is. They, and it has to be yeah. ridiculously over the top. Yeah, okay. I'm in. Gratuitous. Okay. Patrick? Yeah, it works. Uh, okay. Can we write that on the whiteboard? Yeah, put that on the whiteboard, please. Immediately. Right. Now. Immediately. There's no so, marker. There's no marker. We can't do it. Like, what the... Oh, I found it. Oh, Somebody... no, we got the marker. We're good. Somebody go grab the gas card and go to Staples he or something. He is physically over there writing it. Good. Excellent. Good. Yes. I like Great. that. Okay. The whiteboard is very useful for our show. Yeah. We got a lot of ideas on what? that. What? It's got mostly instructions on just, like, how to produce a program, which, you know. Who cares? We've got a list going. At least maybe I, yeah. a little bit of school. The song reminder, the Flames Hot Seat, whiteboard. the Flames Number Game. We've got to revisit yep. that idea. All that. All that. Yeah, we'll do that uh, when I get back next week. We're gonna, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, week, big week next week. It is. We're at the Flames Charity Golf Tournament. And then you're at a house. We're also on location for a show home. 
Yeah, we're on back-to-back location days. Yeah. Speaking of the gas card. Are you uh, coming with us on Wednesday, Patrick? I have no idea. I don't oh, no. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Well, you should to wrangle some of the Flames players, no? I guess that would make sense. Well, I mean, Azam <laughs> did that for us in Red Deer, so yeah. I mean, he's pretty good right, at that. We'll, so. we'll figure good. out the logistics, <laughs> I guess. The other thing it's is it's time, I guess. two different golf courses, what? so there's, uh, uh, there's also oh, there's a split. split. Yeah, yeah are we because... playing on the same golf course, me and you? Yeah, because we do the show live from one of the courses, and they don't make us it. play at a course that we don't do a show from. That doesn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are we playing together? Do you know? No, we don't. We are each a separate celebrity that'll be paired <laughs> with a group. <laughs> I like how we're quote celebrities. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're big. <laughs> we're deals. not celebrities. Yeah, we are. Get out of here. Yeah, we are. We're a big. Deal. No, we're not. You Maybe you me. are because you're Matt Rose of Calgary. You're the son of Calgary. Yeah. Put some respect in it. Don't wear my name out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a nobody. Well, I'm not Pat Steinberg. Listen, like if like Pat Steinberg is a celebrity. You said it. We all just agree. Like, I'm a nobody, and I'm not Texty McTexterson either. No, he's also a big wheel. We yeah, didn't even a have nobody. a text line topic today. What's what's up yeah. with that? Nobody who works in radio uh, is a celebrity outside of uh, Howard Stern, John Tesh. Casey Kasem. He's dead. I know, um, but he's a celebrity. <laughs> oh, it's a shaggy, uh, man. Delilah. <laughs> Delilah's a celebrity, I think. Jim Rome. Yeah. Clones. <laughs> I love me some Jim Rome. Let me get some he tape. Was on the station. He was on Rack 960 em. for like 10 minutes yesterday because they never made the switch from 590. So oh, we had really? we had the final hour of Rome for like 10 minutes. I was like, oh, this is Rack nice. Em. Rack them. Rack them. <laughs> I love the halting delivery of Jim Rome, too. I like Jim Rome. Clones. Jim Rome. I like, the, I like the halting delivery. Clones. Let me tell you about AutoZone. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how we Chris. Call me Chris Everett one more time. All right. <laughs> yeah. Chris. <laughs> that felt like it was staged. All right, yeah. we got to sing. I got to look up, uh, and then um, we'll figure out who's singing which part. I'm going to do that uh, during the break. And we got to make uh, some picks. Song. We got to go. We got to make some money, pets. baby. All right, it's next. It's the Let's Big Show, Russ Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Straight ahead, it is week one. The National Football League season kicks off tonight in Kansas City. Chiefs and Lions, let's go. We'll do our uh, NFL bets brought to you by Sports Select straight ahead. Uh, but first, uh, we had this uh, last year. Uh, the show began on October 3rd, and uh, we jumped into uh, big, big bets brought to you by uh, Sports Select, and uh, we had a wager. Mm. That wager was um, the winner gets a song sung to them by the two losers. And unfortunately, myself and producer Patrick Dumas were the losers. Um, this bet's been going on for a while. We wanted to pay it up, and I'm like, it's best if we do it uh, to kick off uh, year two of our NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. So we asked you yesterday, uh, which song with a duet should we sing? We got a ton of text messages. We enjoyed all of them. And then we put a poll question up on threads, but it wasn't on threads because they don't do polls. So it was on X, <laughs> a.k.a. Twitter. And what you said was uh, Islands in the Stream uh, with uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. You know the Bee Gees wrote this song? Really? Yes, they did. You know what? Staying Alive. You listen no, to that song. Oh, it's still an incredible song. Like, I love the Bee Gees. It's great. Yeah. When I was a kid, I always thought the lead singer of the Bee Gees was a woman. Yeah, I'm like that's a woman. That's a that's not a dude. That's a, that's that's a, that's a dude singing. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. 
So when I was really young, I figured it out later. Um, so we have the lyrics in front of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, GVP has the uh, karaoke version, so we can sing it out. Patrick, I said earlier that I was going to give you the choice mm-hmm. of picking uh, which one did you want to sing, because you're very familiar with the song. Yes. Uh, do you want to sing the Kenny Rogers part or the Dolly Parton part? <laughs> well, uh, I think I'm going to do the uh, the backward backwards Barbie. I'm going to do I'm going to be Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great! So I got to do the majority of the singing. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll sing together in the bold. We're fine. Uh, yeah, no, you're fine. You just got to uh, open us just, off, kick us off. Yeah, that's fine. Again, I'm a man who pays off his bets because you don't want to disrespect gambling. No. So. I thought uh, you Maddie Rose, <laughs> Maddie Rose, this is for you. Thanks, um, boys. We're gonna own up to our bets, so you just sit back. Oh, I'm sitting back. Kick back and relax. Oh yes. Uh, GVP, uh, hit it. <laughs> Baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. I set you out to get you with a fine tooth comb. I was soft inside. There was something going on. You do something to me and I can't explain. Hold me closer and I feel no pain. Every beat of my heart, we got something going on. Tender love is blind. It requires a dedication. <laughs> All this love we feel needs no, no conversation. conversation. We, we ride, ride it together. together. Uh-huh. Making, Making love, love with, with each, each other. other. Hang on. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Here we go. Let's do it, Patrick. Yeah, let's go. Islands in the stream. That this is, is what we are. are. No, no one in between. How, How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world. And we rely on each other. Uh-huh. From one lover to another. Uh-huh. All right, there you go, Maddie. Here's your gambler, Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton. Oof. There you go. Yes! So you, yes. you don't know the tune of that. You weren't singing the same. The melody. So bad. The melody. <laughs> Sorry. Of the, you gotta, it's like, islands in the street. That is what we are. No one you want, in between. Do you want to do the chorus for us, Patrick? Because you seem to know I'm, it off. I'm all right. You sure? Hit the chorus for him. No. Hit it, Patrick. No, I'm good. No, give it to him for real. Do, it, right. the, do it a good job. Mm-hmm. Islands in the stream. That no, is what we... I don't know where we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world. And we rely on each other uh-huh. From one lover to another uh-huh. Okay, there, that was actually very good mm. There you go I've, My bucket is so full There you go <laughs> I'm so, so He had to do that I'm He, he so got happy. to do that in the comfort of his own home <laughs> I had to do it with like, people looking, watching You were waving your arms Trying to keep the beat <laughs> yeah, It was really good <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. I, I let you down there, but no, we paid up our fine. bet. it's fine. It's fine. We paid up our bet. We're good. We can sleep with a clear conscience We're tonight. Done. It was We're very done. good. We're done. You're welcome. Hear uh, it again Rose. on Friday. Play to the place of the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll hear some of that on Friday. Um, You're going to want to grab the podcast on that one.
Thursday, this day is filled with plays of the week. You don't even need the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, the Thursday. The Ross Tucker uh, accent conversation. We rely on each other. That's what I'm like. <laughs> so good. One of my favorite lines ever was, uh, and rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. But the gambler. He, got, he got some work done to his face. He sure did. Yeah, Kenny Rogers couldn't win a Kenny Rogers lookalike contest <laughs> at the end, which was really jarring. Looked like a leather bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's do it. No, do we have some funky NFL uh, films music underneath for this? We better have a yeah. bed. I know we have an intro, but we better we have a bed. bed. We, got a bed. Okay. we have an intro? Yeah, we have the same one from last year. All right, hit it. Oh, no, the spreads. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's what not a fan mean? of it. What? It's a good intro. It's fine. Go hit it. Spread it like peanut butter yes. Spread it on. The spread. What a spread. Before they spread. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Spread it around. Spread your wings. Spread it back. All right. Let's do it. NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Prove your sports IQ and claim the title with Sports Select Pools. Make your picks at sportselect.com. Must be 18 plus. Please play responsibly. I forgot it's the Ocean's Eleven heist music. It's so good. <laughs> oh. We should, uh, a lot we should of people play a are, different. A lot of people are we upset play... about your guys' singing. I know. It's, uh... Why are people mad about it? I don't know about mad, but maybe disappointed in the lack of skill. Well, we are in radio. <laughs> Yeah, like we suck. <laughs> so good. Yeah, oof, Chris and Thornkill. Yeah, what did you expect? Like Patrick and I to be like, you know, Kenny and Dolly. I don't know. Like part two combination like of Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville. Like, what did you expect? Look at this world. Like, what did you expect? We rely on each other. The William Hung version. Yes, yes, yes. That didn't feel good in my ear skin. That's pretty good. <laughs> you like how I you like how I slid in mouse skin with Frank Cervalli? Yeah, uh, I like that he skated right hey, by. He just it. went right over yep. that one. I love it. I hurled you. All right, uh, let's do it. Week one of the National Football St- League. Stiff arm uh, like Kadeem Carey. <laughs> Threw that guy into next week on Monday. That was incredible. Um, Sorry. Week one is the most, uh, you know, overrated week of the football season. Everyone's excited. And then takes from week one somehow fester all season, which Mm -hmm. is incredible. Yep. Let's do it. The Thursday nighter tonight. So, wait, we're doing how many picks here? We're doing six. But you also have the over-unders. Oh, you can pick. You can either take the over-under or the spread. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, tonight, uh, Chiefs minus five against the Lions. The total, 52 and a half, Matty. I am going with my my man, Dan Campbell. There's no turds here. Uh, Lions plus five. Let's go. Chiefs, Travis Kelsey up in the air. And the other thing here is if he's dealing with the knee issue, I think the Lions are going to be all over him. And their defense is supposedly improved in the offseason. I'm going to take the points here, especially now that this is a juicy five. Okay, Patrick? I'm going to take the over in this one. I think there's going to be some points scored. Uh, Pat Mahomes, uh, he just loves opening night. I think uh, Detroit's got an offense that can keep up with Kansas City. 
Amon Ra St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs. Amon Ra. Amon Ra. Uh, you know, Jared Goff is feeling it right now. That's a good good offensive group. And I think defensively, I think Aiden Hutchinson is a guy that is going to be a little bit of a game wrecker going forward this season. Really good rookie year. Could have been rookie of the year, but Sauce Gardner won it. Gives me Max Crosby vibes. Yeah, totally. Uh, I like the points in this one going up over that 52 and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to take the over 52 and a half. Uh, everyone's talking about the Travis Kelsey injury and whether or not he's going to go. The big holdout is Chris Jones getting yeah. to the quarterback yeah. and Jared Goff. Uh, and again, I-, I gave you the stat earlier on. Uh, yards per attempt, uh, the Lions were 31st in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes potentially could have a monster game. I'm expecting a ton of points and a lot of fireworks at Arrowhead tonight. Give me the over at 52 and a half. Next game, AFC North showdown in Cleveland. The Bengals, Maddie's Bengals, two and a half point favorites at the Brown. The total, 48 and a half, Mr. Rose. Yeah, uh, we're sticking with it because it worked last year. Who day? <laughs> Minus two and a half. I'm going with the Bengals all day long. Patrick? Joe Burrow doesn't play the Cleveland Browns very good. He's 1-4 against them in his career, uh, and Cleveland was oh, had a streak of losing 18 consecutive home openers uh, or Week 1 games, and they stopped that last year. Cleveland gets the upset at home. Uh, they take cover that 2.5. Oh, what are you doing? You know what? You, what are you doing? You and, I, you and I just sang, and I'm like on the same path as you are right now after <laughs> we just butchered Islands in the Street. <laughs> I am taking uh, the Cleveland Browns plus 2.5. Why? Because in a division game with a better defense and the home team is getting points, mm-hmm. sign me up for that. I think the Cleveland Browns will have a sneaky, very good defense. There's a ton of talent on that Darius side of the Smith ball. got added. Yeah, and if that scumbag Deshaun Watson can actually throw the football around to some of the playmakers he has on the team, mm-hmm. and not to mention your man Joe Burrow, Maddie, coming back from that calf injury, mm-hmm. might yeah. take him a little bit to get back in sync with his wide receivers. No. I'm going to take the Browns plus two and a half. He's been uh, playing with ooh, Jamar Chase for even more than he has in the NFL. Y'all are haters. That's what that is. Okay, I'm just, I'm just hey, it's week one. Keep your pants up. <laughs> all right, uh, big time. Uh, the tradition of all traditions. The Packers at Bears. Bears minus one at home. The total, 42 and a half, Matty. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with the Bears in this one. I think that the Packers are probably going to have a disappointing season. I don't know if they're going to be any better or any worse than what people are expecting, but I am excited to watch Justin Fields take another step. They've added DJ Moore to that receiving group. I think that this is going to be one of those years that we kind of look at Justin Fields at the end of the season and go, why weren't we thinking this was going to happen? And if you're only going with a minus one against the Packers, Sands, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I'm going to take the Bears on this one. I think, okay, thing is, I think that's going to be a low-scoring affair uh, down at Soldier Field. Uh, I'm liking the under, the 42.5. I'm thinking like a 16-13 type game. Ugh. I don't think the Packers and Jordan Enjoy Love are going to be as that. bad as people think. I think the Bears are obviously going to be better. Justin Fields, they've added to that offense. This division is it's it's not as bad anymore. I think it's, it's a lot more parity in the NFC North now. And I think the Packers aren't going to be as bad as people think. But I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring, tight affair at Soldier Field. And oldest rivalry in the NFL. Take the under. I'm going to take the Packers plus the points here, and here's why. Uh, Justin Fields is running for his life at times last season behind that very poor offensive line. Yeah, they need a block. And I know the Bears addressed some of those issues in the draft, but until I see it on the field, I won't believe it. And the Packers, again, much like the Browns, sneaky good defense for the Green Bay Packers, who, by the way, have a healthy offensive line. Expend a ton of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in this matchup as well. And I'm really intrigued to see what Jordan Love's going to look like behind that offensive line. Maybe he'll use his 
legs a ton. Mm-hmm. A new wrinkle to Matt LaFleur's offense instead mm-hmm. of having like, uh, Aaron Rodgers back LaFleur there. Matt LaFleur feels like he can do things now. He doesn't have a yes. guy throwing stuff in his ear. He's like, this is Matt LaFleur's team now. Yeah. Again, uh, these these are words that come back to bite you. I think the Packers are a lot better than what we think they are heading into the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers plus one. It's the big show. It's Russick and Rose. We're doing our NFL Big Bets. Brought to you by Sports Select. We're halfway through. This one's an intriguing one. The NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles at the New England Patriots. Eagles minus four. The total 45 and a half, Mr. Rosenberg. Uh, what? Um, here's the thing. Uh, the Eagles should be favored by way more than four points in this. Like, should they not be? They it's still Mac Jones. It's the quarterback the for, to you for, right now for the New England Patriots, right? It's still Mac Jones. And did I miss something? They nope. still have limited receivers. Juju Smith-Schuster's knee is about to explode. Allegedly, I am not riding with the Patriots. I have not liked the Patriots for the last couple of years. And four points feels child's play for the Philadelphia Eagles all day, Philly. Uh, they are going to be honoring Tom Brady this weekend. Uh, in front of uh, the, the, the you think that's why the line is here. I don't know. I Bill's gonna. This seems gonna be close. I like New England to keep this one close. I'm gonna take New England uh, minus or plus four here in this one. Just it's week one. It's it's different now. Bill's gonna have these guys ready, and Tom Brady's in the building. You can't disappoint that guy. He could. You, they very well could. I just think New England's gonna keep this close. I don't think Philly's gonna blow him out the water. 2017 Eagles. This is like this is the thing. This goes back to the Mika Kipper, uh, the Jerome McGinley retirement game. Mike Smith blew it. You <laughs> could celebrate Tom Brady and still have Mac Jones they be a total disaster. Def- Philly can start, New England can still play defense oh, with Bill. Okay. I guess. Uh, I think uh, again the Eagles defense. I think uh, we'll have a field day with Mac Jones. I think Bill Belichick's been scheming all summer on how to stop Jalen Hurts. I think the Eagles will get theirs, but I think points will be at a premium in this one. I'm going to take the under forty-five. Mm. And a half. That's what I'm going to do in this matchup. Uh, Dolphins at the Chargers at SoFi. L.A. minus three. The over-under, 50 and a half, Matthew. Yeah, I'm not too sure what to expect from this one. Two teams that have a lot of hype around them. A couple of up-and-coming quarterbacks. I'm just going to take the over here. 51 points. Hope for a blowout and hope for something fun to watch. Because, you know, it's week one. It's hard to get a read on either of these groups. I like them both. But I like them on paper. Let's see what they can do. I'm going to take the over here. Chargers are just okay. one big bag of disappointment year after year. It just seems like they is this hit for Brandon Staley. He they, they they need to make the playoffs and they need to maybe win a round. Uh, that loss to Jacksonville is going to stick in the craw of Justin Herbert for for at least the rest of this year. But in Week One. I like the Dolphins. I like the track team down in Miami. I love Jalen Waddle. I love Tyreek Hill. Waddle should be good to go in week one. Miami wins a high-scoring game. Plus three. Uh, I'm just intrigued to see if the Chargers can stop anybody uh, on the run. Could be a big Raheem Mostert game. I don't know. Or maybe Jonathan Taylor finds his way to Miami uh, later (laughs) on this season. But that's another year they're there. I'm going to take the over. I'm with Matt Rose on this one. I'm going to take over the 50-and-a-half points. I think it'll be a high-scoring game on that fast, fast track at SoFi. Last one, it's the Sunday Nighter. It's the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Football Giants. Dallas minus three and a half point favorites. The total, Matt, 46 and a half. Big divisional matchup. Going to be big for both clubs. There's a lot of hype around both these teams as well. Mostly because of the markets that they play in. Not so much the same as the Dolphins and the Chargers with what are these young, exciting players going to do here? It's like, oh, we kind of know what Daniel Jones and what Dak Prescott are. 
Let's just see if they can elevate at all in the season. What I'm going to do here, George, is I'm going to take the under. I think I'm going to be all full up from a big couple early slates, and I'm just going to want to sit there and comatose and watch them smash heads back and forth. I'm taking the under. Okay. Uh, yeah. What do you like, Patrick? It's a big year for Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott needs to obviously shake down those interceptions, cut those in half, maybe replace those with some touchdowns. I think the Cowboys can can be a lot better. I mean, they did make the playoffs last year, and this defense on that Cowboys team is so good. Uh, talked about it like yesterday with Donovan Bennett. They, they've drafted a ton of pro bowlers on this team, despite all the crap that Jerry Jones has thrown at us. I think it's going to be a big year in Dallas. I like the Cowboys to start off this year big. I'll take them in the minus three and a half. Oh, Micah Parsons, Defensive Player of the Year. Possibly, Patrick, possibly. Maybe, maybe. I you know, really you know, like the Dallas defense in fantasy because between Parsons and Diggs, you're going to have yeah, some but, turnovers. Yeah, but Diggs is a big boomer bust player, right? He goes for those Nick Marshall of the yeah, NFL. And that's what I mean. Like, in fantasy, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I want on my defensive fantasy, right? Like, you know. Um, my fantasy in this one is uh, for this game to go under. I'm going to take under 46 and a half. I think it's going to be a low sco- lower scoring affair with uh, running the football at a premium. We know that what Mike McCarthy has been saying the entire offseason, he wants to get back to running the football more, and I'm super intrigued how Tony Pollard is going to look like as the now undeniable, unquestioned number one running back of the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, on the other side of the football, you have Saquon Barkley and Danny Dimes using his legs as well. I think there'll be a ton of running in this game. Tick, tick, tick goes the clock. I will take the under of the 46 and a half. There it is. Our NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Prove your sports IQ and claim the title with Sports Select Pools. Make your picks at sportselect.com. Must be 18 plus. Please play responsibly. All right. We own up to our bet. We have a new bet. So the uh, the loser with the worst record will get roasted on our show. The winner gets to pick said roasters of the roastee. And then uh, the winner gets a 30-second cameo-type video made by the two losers. We've determined the bet for this year, which will be done right after the Super Bowl. Yes. Looking forward to it. Okay. Right around uh, the trade Patrick. deadline. Oh, it's going to be a good show. What do you got coming up on uh, Mucho Big Show, Big Show Plus, more Big Show, extra Big Show? Got uh, Danny DaCosta. He's the tournament director of the uh, the Calgary National Bank Challenger that'll be taking place in November. A little tennis mm-hmm. tournament here in the in the in the far fair city, and uh, they had a big announcement coming up at eight thirty here, or they already did announce it, which uh, a big uh, big flood of money going in to help them out. So we'll talk with Danny about the tournament coming up. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, if you missed a singing. Uh... Probably good for you, but if you really want to hear that butchering of uh, <laughs> Islands in the Stream, check out the podcast. Like Dolly's going to send like a cease and assist to us. Like, Probably. Yeah. Um, we're banned from Dollywood for the rest of yeah. our lives. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, check out the podcast. Uh, that's it for us. We will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy the pigskin this evening. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.